Hey folks, Tiny Brian here with you for just a quick minute. It is the off season and we here at the home front are taking a well-deserved break and spending some time with our families for the holidays. We hope you are enjoying your holiday season as well, but uh, we did say that we would be back with you with some bonus materials during the off season. And here we are making good on that. So what we're going to do this for, for this first episode is we're going to give you the extended conversation that we had uh, during season one. You heard parts of it in episode six with Ryan Lemon. And we are going to give you the extended conversation with Ryan Lemon because he said a lot of great things and we didn't have time to put them all in the episode. So here you go. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and we will see you back for new full episodes after the first of the year. Until then, this is Tiny Brian reminding you to be aware of rabbits. They eat carrots. So how often do you guys do this? Well, we've been doing um, weekly. We a weekly a, show now. We release a show weekly on Tuesday mornings. Yeah. And, we and uh, we've been working on it. Like, we originally planned to do this back the first of the year, yeah. like back around January. Uh-huh. And then we got the initial stuff, and then COVID came down. and Just kind of. Yes, yeah, caused all of down. us, right? So, yeah. yeah so, and, but little by little, we acquired the equipment, and uh, very cool. Yeah, we also have kind of a mobile rig, so we we, we do a lot of like we were originally going to meet you out uh-huh. in, out in the park. Yeah. We have a a different, a little bit different rig that we can use for that. Take it so, on the road. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so pretty cool. cool. We're yeah. gl- we are super glad to have you here. Ryan. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. you. Literally, I mean, I live. I knew you did. Uh, that's here. why I told you it's really close. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, yeah, we really appreciate you doing this. I'm a little nervous. I know it's just Ryan living, but shoot, I mean, dude, you, I, we've known you guys for years. Yeah, I know, but yeah, it's but just, usually you're the only ones with microphones, and <laughs> right, yeah, you're, my whole job is to just go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> woo. Man, we have really missed your remotes. I can tell I you have that. Too. We have I've, talked about it a whole bunch. We have. We, we we missed being there. We were trying to figure out because the very last remote you guys had at the auto place, the right, Schiller, 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 yeah, we were both there. But, like, we both had to leave for different reasons. Like, yep. work stuff come up, so uh-huh. we couldn't stay. Yeah. I was literally there. I, you he know, was I inside. got my, I was inside, got my seat on the first row there, yeah. and my phone rang. Yeah. Oh, I need you for work. No way. Yep. Yeah, and then I pulled up, and he was walking out as I was like, well, okay, let's go to work. Yeah. So. Yep. But what, we're trying to figure out what the last one we went to was, because it was the one right before that. Because we've been coming, you know, you know yeah. us, we, we show up, so. <laughs> we did what? Did we do one at Kentucky Branded? Shortly before that was, I think. Did we? Yeah, we were at that. Yeah, one. we were that at that one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, because that's where I got my hat with the shamrock on. Yeah, I got the UK hat with the the Kentucky map and the shamrock. Uh huh. The green yeah. one. Yeah, because that was right. I got that for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So and that would have probably been the last one. And the two girls that's been talking to us. Remember, we met them at the uh, fish place. Oh yeah, they and showed up. They there. showed up there. I was yeah. like, finally got a girl for Brian to talk to because I'm married. But finally got a girl for Brian to talk to, and damn COVID happened. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. shut it all Because they had just started showing up. They, I think the first time they showed up was at the uh, – Well, at least the first time we noticed them. What's the fish restaurant Dude, over get on. Southland? Oh. Dude, you've got a microphone. Okay. Stay what, in front of it. What is it? Uh, Why are we drawing a blank now? I don't know. You know. You do an advertising. Yeah, the catch. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that does advertising for it, Rod. All right. Let's not hold him up too much longer. Well, so. I mean, we've been recording for two minutes. Oh, okay. This is all good content. All right. So. All right. Oh, but uh, all right. 
So we are very fortunate to be joined now by real estate agent, Kentucky sports radio legend, but not known for his putting. True. Ryan Lemon. Ryan, thanks for joining us here on Bluegrass Homefront. You know, of all the shows I've done in my entire life, radio shows, TV shows, podcasts, this is the one I've had to travel to the least. You guys are like less than a mile from my home. Well, that was our strategy. Yes, it was. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when when we grow a little bigger, you'll suddenly notice there's a new house beside your place, uh-huh. and you'll just you'll just see us in there podcasting. I could so. literally, I could have walked here from where your studio. Oh, is you really leave house. that close? Oh my goodness, yes, really, right down Greendale where I live. Oh, oh wow. wow, okay. Yeah. I thought you lived over in Masterson. Well, we moved. We you moved. moved about oh. a year ago. Okay, that's uh-huh. right. Yeah. So thank you. You made so, it made it easy to get to. So. That's our whole strategy. So you mentioned moving. I know that you're originally a Hoosier. I am. So, I and, am. and it's funny because I, I didn't know that when I first, you know, I had listened to you for a while on Kentucky Sports Radio, and mm-hmm. I always thought that you were kind of the quintessential Kentuckian. You no. know, you were, you know, you were the most Kentucky person I knew. And here come to find out that you're a transplant. So, yes. So, what brings you from from the Hoosiers to the bluegrass? I, I grew up in rural, rural Indiana. Mm. Uh, right in the heart of southwest Indiana, in the middle of all the cornfields. My dad was a high school basketball coach, so I was born and bred an Indiana Hoosier, and I try to keep that as quiet as possible. Okay. <laughs> but I am a Hoosier, Indiana boy. I still love Indiana, but not the Indiana Hoosiers. Right. Uh, and I uh, went to high school there, obviously. I went to college at Kentucky Wesleyan. Uh, that's where I've kind of really moved into Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But I didn't move to Lexington, Kentucky until 1996 when I got the job at WLEX. Yes, right, yeah. covering so, the cats. Right. See, so now we here. remember you, I think, when we lived uh, here a little the bit. first time in yeah. 2000. You were still covering the cats then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we lived here in 2000, 2001, and I think I remember mm-hmm. seeing you on LEX at the time. Got the job in 96, and I kept it until 2007. So about 11 and a half years, I was the sports guy at Channel 18. And, you know, I've been here ever since. So I've been here for 24 years. So I've, I, I've lived almost as many years in Kentucky as I was in Indiana. So it almost balances out. Yeah, so I feel like I, – I really feel like I'm a Kentuckian now more so than I am an Indiana guy. But Indiana's still home, really, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm a Kentuckian. We'll, we'll keep you. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yes, we're, we're and, happy to have you. I'm an adopted son now yes. from Kentucky. Yeah. So, uh, so you started out covering the cats as a job, really, then. You, oh, yeah. You weren't, like, when you came here in the 90s, you, would you have considered yourself a Kentucky fan? No, not really. No, I was still kind of an Indiana fan uh, for the most part. Uh, but my, I was working TV in Evansville before I came here. And Evansville, you know, sits right on the corner of Kentucky and Illinois. Right. We, mm-hmm. All three. So, I was – covering Kentucky, even though I worked in Evansville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would come to UK once in a while because they, at the time, you know, they would have a couple of a our series. local kids yeah. playing for UK. Was that when we were still playing Indiana? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I went to the Kentucky-Indiana football game when it was in Indiana. Mm-hmm. I would go to the Kentucky-Indiana basketball game when it was in Indiana. It was in Bloomington. So I saw some really great games it's I remember a good that time to watch. The one basketball game I went to is when Indiana had Calvert Chaney and Damon Bailey. Yeah. They both scored like thirty. Yeah. And Kentucky had Jamal Mashburn and mm-hmm. Travis Ford. They both had like thirty. I remember that game. And yeah. half of the RCA dome was red, and half the RCA dome was blue. It's one of the best college. That games had I've to ever be seen. a shot. It was awesome. I bet. It was a great game. So I was still covering Kentucky a little bit, even though I was in Indiana. And then a guy that I covered in high school. 
Walter McCarty came to UK. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's from Evansville, right? He's from mm-hmm. Evansville. So I even came over here to Lexington uh, to do a story on Walter McCarty uh, before I even moved here for Walter's senior year. So when I moved to Lexington, I knew I really knew two people: Walter McCarty and my my buddy Bob Hoskins, who was a banker here, and that was it. So <laughs> you've made a few friends since then. Three few friends since then, but I knew two people when I moved here to Lexington. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a? I'm curious if there's a moment when you you realized that you had gone from just covering the cats to wait no i like these guys i'm a fan you know i'm i'm a kentucky fan uh that's a great question i think it, it probably it really i think sunk home to me I, I tell you what it started it really started when i was still in evansville and i was laying on my couch watching the comeback against lsu Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Walter McCarty hit that three-pointer. Yeah. And I remember I got goosebumps. Yeah. Because, you know, it, I, it, I was a big fan of Walter. Yeah. And I was watching the game, and Walter hit that shot, and you know, everybody's seen that shot when he's running down the court. Yeah. And I got, I got goosebumps. I'm like, man, that's – I've got goosebumps I, I right kind of get goosebumps thinking about, about it. Yeah, no it. kidding. And I remember that moment, like, you know, I kind of like Kentucky because of Walter. Okay. You know? So he uh, was sort of your god, like – Join us. Yes. Yeah. Join us. I, I started laughing a minute ago. I just realized what your shirt said. That is hilarious. <laughs> and little did you know you were coming to the Urban Squirrel today. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. I, I, I'd exp- I was sitting here thinking, I, I bet he put that shirt on because he, yeah. because he was coming to the <laughs> Urban Squirrel. But no. No. It, it just for our podcast listeners, since podcasting is notoriously a visual medium, uh, it, his shirt has a... Fine drawing of a squirrel, squirrel. on it, uh-huh. yeah. and then the caption says, "I'm so old, I can't find my nuts." Uh-huh. Yes. And apparently, it has something to do with Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> yes. Nothing to do with anything else you're thinking of. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's right. all about yeah. Just yeah. they couldn't. Yeah. Old squirrels lose where they stored their nutrients. True. Right. 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 <laughs> uh, but you know another thing, I became I started like Kentucky. Kyle Macy, uh, when I was in when I was a youngster, you know he was. Mr. Basketball in Indiana, mm-hmm. he played for his dad. I knew I was going to be Mr. Basketball in Indiana, and my dad was the high school basketball coach. So Kyle was kind of my idol at the time. He played for his dad. He was Mr. Basketball. He went to Purdue. I was going to do that. I was going to go to Purdue. I was going to be Mr. Basketball. But then, you know, he transferred to Kentucky. Right. Okay, that's what I was going to do. You know, I'm oh. a young kid. I'm going to go follow Kyle Macy. I'm going to be number four, and I'm going to play at Kentucky. So, really, I guess Kyle Macy probably really deserves credit for me kind of liking, starting to like Kentucky. And then Walter kind of really got me there. But then to truly answer your question, when I knew I loved Kentucky is that I was on the court at the 98 National Championship game after they, you know, they, they came back and beat Duke. They came from behind to beat Stanford. Mm-hmm. And then they came from behind to beat Utah in right. the National Championship game. All three games, I thought there's no way they're going to win. Mm-hmm. I even called home at halftime in the Utah game, like, "Hey, man, it's been a great run. I'll see you soon. See you soon. <laughs> you know, sorry they couldn't pull it out, but boy, it's been a good run. And to see them come from behind and win another game and win the championship, and to be on the court when the confetti's coming down, and to watch those kids—Cameron Mills, Jeff Shepard, Alan Edwards, Scott Paget, Wayne Turner, Hashimu Evans. All watch one shining moment while standing on the court with confetti still on them while I'm there with them. That was that is awesome. And to, and to be honest, that's still my favorite team. 
to this day. That was a fantastic. That's, they were they were fun. My, that's my favorite team. Yeah, the '96 team was a. That's the team that this comeback. There you go. Yeah, there it is. The '98 team. Yeah, this comeback is, cats. My, I have like. I have like 30 t- Kentucky shirts and sweaters that my mother had over the years. Yeah. His mother was, was the uh, classic old lady from Kentucky with the white hair. Yeah. She'd dress up, and, and you sit beside her on the couch. She starts screaming, boy, you better move your leg because she starts slapping that <laughs> knee, you know. Uh, you know those old ladies. Oh, yeah. 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 Her and yeah. my dad re- retired to Florida because he was from Florida, retired to Florida in the mid-'90s. And for the rest of her life, if the cats were playing – Relatives were like to show up at our house. Yeah. Not to watch the game. Just to watch her. Watch her. Earth, yeah. Mom and Dad. <laughs> well, Dad was bad about it too. Heck, the the Maui Classic in the early nineties that was like three in the morning and we won. When Brasso. When Brasso yeah. 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 Brasso. Yeah. Yeah. was on my couch at, back in the mountains where we used to live, and and we we pulled off that was another last second three pointer. Yeah. And my dad did. What do you think of that? A lot that broke my leg, man. Smacked my <laughs> smacked Malachi or smacked Victor on the thigh, and Victor limped for two days. <laughs> what? Just, yeah, just got excited over just that because yeah. you know Brasso hit that hit yeah. that game winner and yeah. Maui and all that. That was yeah. We all got good stories from uh, from UK days for yep. sure. Oh, to be certain. Uh, so one thing we did want to talk about though was a uh, little bit of sadder news on the cats. We wanted to hear your opinion on the cats that never were this past season. With the uh, yeah yeah so I mean we were just we were all getting so excited and that's the thing is they were lining it up yep. they were getting they were getting it all yep. all the elements were coming together in the way you know because it's mid January and and they're supposed to stink right then or at least they have for the last few years and then they turn it on and then they then they finally like Matt, he's like okay I made one thing I made an adjustment or what is it a tweak a tweak a tweak, yeah, a tweak. Yeah. and now uh-huh. and it had kicked on even a little early. So what? What I know you guys have talked it to yeah. me, but well, th- 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 there were going to be so many storylines going into March that, like you said, we, we all got cheated out of the mm-hmm. whole Ashton Hagen, the Hagen's thing. Thing, mm-hmm. you know, our lasting memory of him is, you know, he didn't even play the last game of the year, you know, for no reason. For no reason, you know, did he get suspended? I think he did. I think Cal probably sent him out. Probably after we, the way he acted in that the previous ten, game, ten, the Tennessee game, mm-hmm. you know. How was that, how was that going to go into the SEC tournament? Was he going to come back better for it? Was the team going to come back better for it? I think the way he responded on social media, where he seemed to be really fired up with the way they beat Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had that video of him celebrating mm-hmm. in, yeah. the, in the lodge, uh-huh. right? I think maybe it was a lesson learned to him. And like you said, they were starting to play so well. I just felt like, man, they're going to make a great run. Yep. And you look around the country, nobody was playing well. Mm-mm. And it just seemed like. This was going to be one of those years that we weren't a really great team, but yet it just seemed like, like, like in 2014, we were starting to play really good at the right time yeah. mm-hmm. to maybe make a big run. And quickly, yeah. quickly was something, man. Oh. And Nick Richards was – junior Nick Richards, as yeah. you're all about to say. He was it, playing great. Yeah. You're right, Emmanuel quickly was just he, he, ice water. He was hitting big shot after big shot after big shot. I think he's going to surprise people in the pros. I do too. I do. Yeah. I think quickly he's going to make it in the pros. Yeah. Speaking, he, speaking of cats in the pros, it's amazing to me in the last five years how many – how much, or even in the last ten years, how Calipari has seeded every friggin' team in the NBA with, with Wildcats. Yeah. Well, this Final Four that we're seeing now in the NBA playoffs got somebody. Every team. Every team's got somebody. And, you know, even though Enos Canter's with the Celtics, but the other three teams, their main players are all U.K. guys. That's right. Jamal Murray with the Nuggets, Anthony Davis with the Lakers, yep. and Bam and Hero with, yep. the, with the Heat. Yep. Every night, 
one of those guys that are making the big plays of the game. Murray, mm-hmm. what about last night? Did you watch Murray last night? He he, guy that, is just unbelievable. That last rainbow he shot, I was like, no way. Yeah, I was like, it's not zipped. even it's not even worth to hit the rim. It didn't hit the rim. He yeah. hit dead center. <laughs> yeah, and a huge shot at a huge moment too. When they yeah, man, it. that was the Lakers were coming back on him. I think they might have figured something out with the Lakers though. Yeah, they well, they were up by twenty. Right, but. In that fourth quarter in the game before, they they had them smoked. Yeah. And Davis saved them there at the end. Yeah, I think he did. they seemed to have figured out something. Yep. All right, go for it, Brian. <laughs> I always look to him. He's supposed to be the question asker. <laughs> I'm I'm the sidekick here, Brian. Uh, oh, Ryan. yeah. Wait, that's my role. Okay, yeah, yes, right. Mm-hmm. In I'm fact, the sidekick. I, you know, I wanted to talk to you about that. That's the one of the things that I always find fascinating is when I first started tuning into KSR, you know, and I really only heard you with Matt. And you were always kind of the, the goofy sidekick, and you know you always you were always the one who could who could sponsor the joke and, and find ways to get everybody played up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then the first time that I heard you without Matt, and it was just you know well you're listening to KSR and uh, let's go to the callers and you know very kind of locked down. I was like oh look at that. I think he's been playing this sidekick <laughs> thing up a little bit. Yeah. So you know. So how did you get that job with KSR? How'd that come about, just out of curiosity? Well, actually, it was just being at the right place at the right time, to be honest. I left Channel 18, like I said earlier, in 2007. Mm-hmm. But while I was there, I, I got to know Matt just a little bit because he had started the website. Okay. Right? So he was starting to come to some news conferences, and I kind of knew Matt just as the guy who came with his shirt tail untucked, mm-hmm. backpack with papers hanging out of it, bangs, That hair. terrible hair, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he was the guy who would ask these really good questions. We're kind of looking around like, who is this guy? Who's a and what blog? What, what's a blogger? Right. Yeah. What, the, what the heck is Kentucky Sports Radio? Oh, well, it'll disappear in a couple months. Don't right. worry about it. They won't be here much longer. Was it, it was ambitious of him to actually call it Kentucky Sports Radio. Was it With was no it, radio sorry, show. It wasn't on the air. No, time. with was no radio out? show. <laughs> so he started uh, doing podcasts. Sure. And you look it up. His very first podcast he ever did, ever, his three guests were Jay Billis, uh, Brandon Wright, who was a big-time recruit yeah. at that time, yeah. and a guy named Ryan Lemon. Wow. Those were his three guests that he had on his very first podcast. Wow. So we kind of knew each other a little bit. So did he? Ha- what was his setup like? I don't know. Podcast. I did it over the phone. Oh, well, oh he just oh. called in. Yeah, I called in. Yeah, you are famously our first in-studio guest. Oh, really? Yeah. See, yeah. so you guys make it big. To... I'm going to be like, okay, remember? I was on with Brian and Victor. I was, it was da 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 And me, I was the first in-studio guest. <laughs> so uh, so he finally gets on the radio. Oh, well, i got to back up a little bit. So the, when Matt really got to like me was when he was doing the Jay Patterson, Patrick Patterson recruitment. And when I was at Channel 18... We actually cited Kentucky Sports Radio in one of our sports stories during right. the newscast. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, according to Kentucky Sports Radio, Patrick Patterson, blah, 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 blah. And Matt saw me at a news conference or something the next day, and he, he made a point to come up and say, hey, man, thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, you you cited us a story, and I, I really appreciate that. So I think that, you know, Matt and I struck a friendship that way. Got so, that mutual respect, first yeah. of mm-hmm. all. Yeah, you yeah. So fast forward, I get out of TV. I'm kind of just filling in on some radio shows here in town. You know, Dick Gabriel's show, Tom mm-hmm. Leach's show, the Sunday morning show. I'm just a fill-in guy. I'm just a guy in the bullpen. WLAP calls me, say, hey, 
Dick Gabriel's. You still are, right? I'm just a filling guy. Yeah, you still yep. are. I, I like it. Yeah, I, like I bet you do. The guy in the yep. bullpen. Well, we and we are famously proving Matt Jones' point that you will appear anywhere you're asked. That's right. And you have come to a room at the Urban Squirrel to sit here and be on our weird podcast. All you guys had to do is just send me a text. Hey, man, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> yeah, sure. When is it? Let's do it. So, uh, Matt started the radio show in Louisville. He was on WKJK. Yeah. And he had, uh, I'm not drawing a blank, Mark Krebs doing Monday, Tuesday with him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he had a Perrin Johnson doing Wednesday, Thursday with him. Right. And then he had Easy, his producer, doing Friday. Mm-hmm. That was his how he started. Just the two, two one him and one person every day. That's right. Changed. Yeah. So Mark Krebs needed a day off, so he calls me, the fill-in guy. Right. And you do do a day with me, mm-hmm. and it was Kentucky Derby week of 2011. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so I I said yeah I'll do it, but I stayed up all night. I said, man, if this is a sports show in Louisville, they're going to be talking all these horses. I memorized every horse, trainer, jockey. I like, I, I got to know because it's all we're going to talk about. And this was now, the, wait a minute now. They tease you about not doing preparation. Say, so oh, you're saying you've done preparation? Ever did show prep I was up for to, I guarantee you, like, till 2 or 3 in the morning. Just ready. learning about Louisville. And guess how many times that we talked about the Derby on that show? None. Zippo. <laughs> not one time. But I remember thinking after that show, hey, that's a show I can do. Yeah. I like that show. Like, I'm not kidding you. The next week, Perrin Johnson needed a day off. So here you come. Calls me. Hey, man, Perrin's off. Can you do Wednesday? Yeah, I can do it. I'm not kidding you. This is true. Probably a week or two later, hey, man, Mark Krebs is leaving me. Would you care to do, like, every Monday, Tuesday with me? I'm like, yeah, I can do it. I mean, real estate, 10 to 12, that's a good time spot for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. So that's how I started doing every Monday, Tuesday. True as true can be. Another week or two later, man. Perrin goes out. Perrin Johnson's leaving me. <laughs> You're my sidekick now. Can you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? And that's how fast it happened. Just like that. Just like that. And then, uh, so that was probably like in uh, July, mm-hmm. June or July. In October of that same year, 2011, that's when we got on WLAP. Right. And once we got on WLAP, they made me full-time, Monday through Friday, and that's when the show just took off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just took off. We started getting on all the affiliates across the state. I must have I must have picked up on them early then because I've been listening to you guys I was for – we've been talking about – I've been listening to you guys for – Because I moved back in October of 2011. Uh-huh. I was in Florida with my parents until then and then moved back here with my son in October of 2011, and he was already listening. So. Yeah, I picked up on you guys early. I, I think I was just flipping through talk radio one day trying to – I, mean, I found you guys. Yeah, well, it was on. You know, it was already they had the podcast available. Right after it was airing on WKJK. Right, but in October, that's when it got on WLAP, and it just and nobody knew it was going to blow up. Nobody had any idea. It was just you guys have an amazing run, really. Well, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it, just it's, it's insane. You know, we talk about peanut butter and helium shortages or whatever. And it just <laughs> next thing you know, Matt's toenail, and boom, and the, the show takes off. Hey, let's get a little car and drive across the country. Yeah. And make a show out of it. Yeah. Sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah. lovely. But I tell you why, it's because of guys like you two guys. You come to our shows, our live shows. You two guys are there. Mm-hmm. You know? Brian's yelling like crazy, like a yeah. madman. Yeah. Well, it is it is my hope to startle Matt every time I do You have it. startled yeah. me once. Yeah. But it is it is my hope. And I, sometimes I'll delay it just enough so that when I come in, I, I'm doing my best to make Matt you go. You do a great yeah. job. Make him jump, yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's why the show's a success. It's guys like you that come to our shows and support us and 
the callers that call in, and it's we, you know it's very humbling. You know, we've been doing it this long; it's still the number one show in the state by far every time. Well, you know, you guys have the the thing that that is so that people who like podcasts like it's it's like I'm sitting in on a conversation with a bunch of really knowledgeable friends and and you guys are genuine. You guys sports. are genuine. And that's what I told my wife. I was like, I'm trying not to be nervous about Ryan because I was like, hey, I've met him 30 times, yeah. you know, and I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me, and, uh, you know, he's just another guy, that's right. you know, and I was like, I shouldn't be nervous, but I am a little bit, you know. We're just sitting around talking, having a beer. Exactly, just, yeah. You know, you know, so yeah, it's fun. So uh, how long has KS Bar been open now? Is this two years? It'd be, we had our second year anniversary Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Wow. Because our first weekend was when Kentucky upset Florida. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah and that was and you ended up weekend. on the news. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. You don't know no, that? I don't, I don't remember what oh, you're okay. talking about. That, you, that, that seems to be a faint memory. I think you were a little lit, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I see. <laughs> was my shirt off? I think so, yeah. yeah pretty, was I I'm on pretty, the bar? Yes. <laughs> okay, I think I do remember a little yeah. bit about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's just not a lot of podcasts that, you know, wind up getting their own theme restaurant. It's ju- It just doesn't. Not many radio shows either. I no. Mean, Last time I checked, not even what's his name in New York, who's on Sirius now, has uh, has his own. Uh, what's his private parts guy? Oh, Howard Stern. Howard, yeah, Stern. Not even, Howard Stern doesn't even have a restaurant, so no, uh, no. There's no Rush Limbaugh's where you can go and order terrible food. You know. <laughs> hey, now the food at KS Bar is good. Yeah, it is I, good. It is. Thank I, you. But a Rush Limbaugh I, restaurant, I think, would not be good. I think it'd be greasy food. But yes, KSR is lovely. They, I, I, I enjoy your wings a whole bunch. I told one of my guys to go get your wings earlier. I was like, 25 wings, 20 bucks today. They're legit. That, that's it. We're just giving money away with that deal. I know. That's, that is a good deal. wings for $20. Yeah, that's that is a good deal. Away. I've got, yeah, I, I started, I probably drove over there and picked those wings up a half a dozen times during the pandemic. It's like, mm-hmm. I need some wings. And it was, <laughs> that was a couple days worth of wings for me just by myself in my apartment. Well, everybody was so generous and so nice during the pandemic for the carry out. And the mm-hmm. crazy specials we had, the family specials and the drug carryout specials. And, you know, when the governor announced we could have alcohol as a carryout special, that, that probably saved I'm us. I'm sure that helped. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Andy Bashir. We appreciate that very much. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're getting up ready now for the football season. We didn't get to have March Madness, which hurt tremendously. But, like you said, the carryout, the family specials got us through and we were able to survive. And everybody's been so nice and generous. and. Now with football getting ready to start, I think everybody's just excited to get going. We've got the A-Vision glass down there this right now, putting in our dividers between the tables inside so we can – So there's going to be a divider? Be yeah, they've each, been talking yes, about that. Each, I know, but I was yeah. just trying to get a, how they're laying it out. Yeah. Inside, between each table, they're putting the glass dividers. But we'll still have the open seating outside and trying to have a tent outside that's for the home game. So trying to cool. try to get back to as normal as possible for our home football – for all the football games. So yeah. I guess you're ready for Auburn this weekend. I'm ready. I am oh, so ready. I'm so I'm yeah, so it's excited. Time. Yeah. I, I don't think the uh, country's ready for the big blue wall, man. I, you know, I don't want all these national guys to start picking Kentucky. I know. No. You know, I really I know. don't. No, like being the underdog. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I want us to be the underdog. Yeah. I want that chip on our shoulder. I want Bart yeah. Stoops to be mad and be disrespected. That's when well, we're yeah. at our best. The yeah. quintessential Kentucky sports story involves being disrespected. Yes! They are supposed to disrespect us, and then we're supposed to shove it back in their face. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to call him Tyler Wilson, you know, like they did at SEC <laughs> Network. I, I, yeah. I, I, and I don't want him to forget about us. I, 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 don't, I want everybody to pick Auburn on Saturday. I don't want people to start picking Kentucky. Get 
Get Mark Stoops mad. It's going to be a good game, though, man. I, do, I agree. That's going to be a good game. I think so, too. Noon tip, or noon tip, I used yeah. to basketball. Yeah. Noon kickoff. Uh-huh. And that's going to be. Something with the ball will happen around noon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I think the whole Commonwealth is ready. You know, we've seen Louisville play a couple games. Okay, it's time for Big Brother to play. It's yeah, time it for is. the big boys to play. Yeah, it you is. You know, and to think about, you know, well, Kentucky is extremely excited for the start of football season. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we talked with uh, Chip Cosby a couple weeks ago uh-huh. about the kind of getting his take on the history because he used to cover oh, yeah. UK football for the leader. Oh, yeah. And it's just am- – and every time I think about it, it's just amazing to me how much football's profile has risen in the Commonwealth in the last couple years, in the last – in the Stoops era. In really. the Stoops era, yeah. And he's just been so – meticulous and methodical about just building it up every year just a little bit more. He, he did the thing nobody thought that he could do. He he said, I'm going to build this line up and we want to run the daggone ball. You know, it, Nobody it, thought that could happen. You know, I've said this a lot on the radio show. They, this coaching staff and Mark Stoops and Vince Merrill continue to do things I never the, thought could be done here. They're amazing. <laughs> never. I never thought I'd see Kentucky football win nine games in a year. Mm-mm. Ever. Kidding. I never thought we could recruit against the big boys like Alabama and Ohio State and win. I just never I, – I, I never thought it would ever happen here, and they're proving me wrong year after year after year. Well, I know I'm, I'm going to be honest. I never thought about Kentucky football generally. Period, I mean, really. Just, that's the end of the sentence. I yeah. didn't think about it. It was, you know – well, what are we going to lose this year? You know, so, oh, well, they lost. Never mind. Yeah. You know, one of my good friends, you guys may remember, his name was Jeff Gilstrap. He used to own Comedy Off Broadway. Okay. There. Mm-hmm. He passed away in 2004. Way too young. Had a heart attack. But he was as big a UK football fan as I've ever known. And he was so, he used to get so mad where Kentucky would have the lead going to the fourth quarter. <laughs> and and, and the attitude was always like, well, how are we going to blow it this time? Yep, every time. Going to find that was the lose. attitude of every UK fan. Well, yeah. How are we going to find a way to blow this lead now? Chip actually told us a story. It was on the podcast where he was in the media booth his first game. Like, was it LSU? Arkansas. Arkansas. In the lightning up, game. Yeah, the lightning. No, that was that was Louisville. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Louisville was lightning. My yeah, bad, my was, bad. You're he right. was in the booth at a media early on for the leader, and they had a big lead. And he's like, well, I think we got it. It's like, no, rookie, you yeah. just calm down. We're going to find a way to lose. So, And yeah. that is the thing that I think that Stoops has gotten rid of. Yes, and that's right. the thing that, that, you know, there was no nothing in the stat book that covers that. But it, you can feel it. In yeah. the, in the, in you got to change the mentality oh, yeah. of the locker room first and mm-hmm. now the fans. The fans. Absolutely. And I think you're right. I think it's slowly happening with – us, the fan base. Mm-hmm. And he's not trying to do it all at once. He's content to kind of do what he can do in a year. Yep. I mean, and, and to come watch him, because we've been, we've probably, we've seen him on live at KSR two or three Two or three years. times, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and when he would come and do his sort of preseason debrief with the fans. Yep. And that man is just confident, and he knows what, I feel like he knows what he's doing, and I'm just, Stoops make me excited. I like him because he seems genuine. Yeah. He just seems like a like a regular dude when he, he talks. He just anyway. made me sad. How's that? Because he should have done that for us this week. Come and have a, at our live show. Coach Stoops would have been there. You're talking right. to the fans. Oh. And we just missed that. Oh. Oh. You just made me sad, Brian. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Now that you bring that up, you yeah. know. We, if we, we would have just had it probably this past Friday. Yep. He would have come it to a live show. Kentucky branded or yeah, one of those. Meet with the fans and get us fired up for Auburn and. 
Man, he you used to taking your shirt off and running uh, around. Yeah, I've been yelling at you in your face. Yep. Taking my shirt off. Getting the soldiers down and yeah, yeah. right. We'd have all taken a knee. It would have been great. We're yeah. we're next well, year. Well, let's make up for that by going down and kicking some tiger butt. Though. I'm ready. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. So let's see. We've got how many games this year? Ten. Ten. Just ten. Ten so SEC games. Do we have a? Do we have an official? If you've said if you've said it on KSR, I've missed it. What is your? Do you have an official call on how many? You well, think Tyler Thompson win? sent us all an email. I think she's going to post it one day this week if she hasn't posted it yet today. Of all of us making our official predictions. Okay, so you haven't made it yet. I haven't made it yet. Oh, okay, so I'll make it with you guys. Okay. Yeah, this won't come out. This will come out the earliest. This could come out is next Tuesday. Okay. So we won't be scooping you. Well, I, I, I hate it, but I was trying to be 100% honest with myself. So, I think the uh, the game at, with Alabama is a loss. Yeah. 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 I think the Georgia game, even though it's at home, I think that's a loss. More than likely. I've watched them play Georgia at home there. Yeah. It's just – It's yeah. – yeah. They're, they're a powerhouse. They really are. I think the game at Florida is a loss. Yeah. <sighs> Florida's really good again. They year. may be. It's right. at Florida. So, there's three losses I'm saying right off the bat. Yeah, it's hard to argue with any of those. So there's two road games at Auburn and at Tennessee. You got to win one of those two. Yeah. You have to. Have yeah. to. You can't lose them both. So no. in my mind, I'm thinking they're going to split them. So I had to decide which one are they going to win, which one are they going to lose. So I said, look, I've been in this town for 24 years. I have yet to see them win a game in Knoxville. Oh. I think they've only won one in in the last, what, 30 years in Knoxville. Right. Yeah, and when we beat them up with here, the, we with the, with the receiver that time. Was that Knoxville? When they no, beat? it was up here. Oh, it was, it was up here. Okay, all right. So I'm saying, and we're playing in Knoxville this year. Yeah, it's, right. it's at Knoxville. It's down there. So I said, I, I picked them to win at Auburn, lose at Knoxville, win the rest of them. So I predicted six and four. Six and four. Which I think is a great record. To play ten SEC games, yeah. it really is. When there's yeah. no cupcake teams at all, no. When, it's all, when the closest you get to that is Mississippi State. The, in forty years, Kentucky has only had two winning records in the SEC. Two, two. in forty years. Wow. Weren't bo- have both of those been recently? Isn't that one? No, was, one of them was like was what eighty four? Something like that. And yeah. And then just and then just recently. Just recently. I, I think something like that. Two in 40 years. So, for yeah. us to finish six and four is a great accomplishment, but I think a lot of our fan bases would be really disappointed in that. Yeah, they want a seven uh, and three. Or, eight and yeah, two. Eight but two. when you break it down that way, I mean, it's when it comes to Alabama and Georgia, you've got to be realistic. I know. Yeah. And at Florida, at the Swamp, and, like. I don't know. I'm Every year for the last six years, they've been playing with Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? That game. Get it, yeah. If it was at home, I might feel different about yeah. it. Yeah. It's down there this year. Hey, the last so time we won was down there. Yeah, you're right. So how much do you think the home and away is going to matter this year? About as big as it would have, obviously, with full stadiums. Yeah. That's why I think at Auburn Saturday kind of levels – you know, normally maybe Auburn would be a 10-point favorite or more if it was a full stadium. Well, now it's, what, seven, seven and a half. Is it still that high? I th- no, I think – I think when we tape this, I think it is. Yeah. Right. They really don't like Kentucky on those lines, do they? Uh-uh. Man. No. So it's a touchdown favorite, just probably because it's it's Auburn. It is Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not Alabama, but they're still. We just probably saw that stat. Auburn has forty, what, five and four stars. I saw that. Kentucky has twenty. Yeah. So they've five just got a lot stars. more weapons in their arsenal. A lot more, yeah, studs in the stable. Got a little more talent, but 
Hey, they don't develop like Mark Stoops does either. So that's it. We'll see. We've developed those kids a lot better. That's why we won nine games two years ago and eight games last year. It's starting to come in the NFL a little bit. Starting to get players in there. And yeah. I mean, it's there's a lot of Kentucky players in there now. That's right. Yeah. It's because they've got an eye for talent, and they've been able to when they get here develop a lot of these kids. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of NFL players on this team this year. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. yeah, a lot. Yeah. What? Seven, eight, nine, ten more. It's a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Three of them on the offensive line. Right. Yeah. It's it's fun times in UK football right it now, is. that's for sure. It really, it is. really is. Once yeah. once in a lifetime as far as we're concerned. And that's why I think everybody's so excited. They know in a normal year, if we had a normal schedule, you're looking at maybe eight or nine wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just, With the directional schools and, and Louisville. And Louisville. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think we should just sneak down there and play them one night. It just the, the Louisville the lack of a governor's cup is just active. Yeah. Bothers me. Why not meet at Kentucky State and Frank and Frankfurt yeah. and play them one night? <laughs> Why not? Turn the lights on. And let's go. Yeah. Tell you what, you can put the, you can fill the governor's cup of Purell. That way, everybody can be <laughs> nice yeah. and sanitized. After. What was that Matt says? We can beat them by another thousand. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've smoked them the last two yeah, years. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So let's uh, as we're kind of moving into moving towards the end, let's turn briefly to to basketball and what's coming up with this. I understand. Are we hosting a bubble? Is that what I read? That UK basketball is going to bubble up? And they're not really calling it a bubble, are they? No, you know, they had this little whatever it's called, the Bill Kitely Classic Invitational Tournament, whatever they call it now, yeah. mm-hmm. with Hartford and Richmond Detroit. and Detroit already in place. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be our little bubble. Right. Each team is going to play each other. Mm-hmm. Hartford, Richmond, and Detroit. Of course, I understand Detroit. That's where Brad Calipari is playing. Right. But I think, you know, we were all hoping and fantasizing about a Kentucky-only bubble with Louisville, maybe Western, oh. Eastern, Moorhead, Northern, Murray. That would know. have been so great. It would have been awesome. Yeah. Just get on the bus and come to Lexington. Yeah. yeah. Or even go to Louisville. Who cares? Yeah. Somewhere. But it uh, looks like uh, Calipari didn't want to do that or – Somebody didn't. Yeah, that's the one knock against Cal is that crappy schedule. I I agree. I'm with you on that one, Ryan. Every time you go on about that, I'm like, I'm with you, Ryan. It's like, can we not play? I don't know, Indiana. Yeah, can can we? Can we? I want to play Indiana. I'd love to play Indiana. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it it just. But I get why he does it though, because they're so young every year. He's trying to build them up. I get it, but it's still. And he doesn't want the losses. If we were taking all the losses that those games would mean. We might it would might even dim our view of Cal a little bit, wouldn't it? I mean, if we were if we were losing to Indiana because we were young, I don't know. I, I've I've liked Cal since his UMass days. I've well, been a fan yeah. of Cal for a long time, but that whole thing where you don't want to go to Maui or the Great Alaskan School Shootout it kills me. Right. I'm like, can we go to Maui once? Nope. Can we do? Can we play on an aircraft carrier? That's all I've. <laughs> I just want our basketball team to play on an aircraft carrier, please. Yeah. He doesn't understand that, you know. You got to do these things like for the fans. The right. fans want that, but he is this he is, is anti. No play. way, ain't gonna happen. I'm doing what's best for my young team. Player and person. I'm gonna play these. But you know, we played Evansville last year, and Evansville came in and kicked our butts. So, <laughs> yeah. and you know, he sticks to his guns on that stuff. Yeah, though. he does. He don't budge. So I nope. mean, he has a vision. It, for it's what he it's wants, annoying, so. but he the yeah. the record speaks for itself, yeah. man. It really does. What puzzles me is instead, you know, we we wants this these home games in this bubble, but yet we're going to go to Atlanta and play one game against Georgia Tech in that little Atlanta bubble. What's the point? I don't get it. I don't, the, I don't understand that either. It's passionate to coach. Yes. Yeah, but just play and, one game. And I'm when I hear that, I'm like, okay, and 
And if we don't play Louisville, if we're going to play that game instead of playing a game with Louisville, well, he's going to hear So it. we're not going to play Louisville? Louisville's not on the schedule yet. Oh, Ooh. my God. How yeah. can we not play Louisville? I don't well, know. maybe they just haven't – you know, are they doing the standard basketball thing where they release part of the schedule and then a month later the other part of the schedule? Yeah, I don't know what they're doing yet. I guess nobody really knows. Everything's no. just up in the air. Yeah, and it could be where, you know, things change. Like, you know, you're seeing these football teams – well, we're not playing this weekend. Hey, Houston, can you play us? You know, hey, Baylor, can you, are you free? Looks like so you're not weird. playing this weekend. Let's play this weekend. North Carolina put a call out, didn't they? Like, hey, anybody, we have a free weekend. I saw that. That's weird. Anybody like want to play us? Like the thing where the dude in the wrestling comes down to the ring and is like, who wants some? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, weird. Yeah. Frederick so, Douglas High School has done the same thing. They got an open weekend on their high school schedule. They're like, hey. Anybody want to play us? We got an open weekend. We're looking for a game. I think we're going to see a lot of that. Probably will in basketball too this year. That's just it's bizarre. It is so bizarre. Weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. So as we as we kind of start winding things down here, I do want to talk and turn to something that, that's important because uh, you have announced uh, you you have some post KSR intentions, <laughs> and uh, I, I do want to kind of get your because uh, we, we have heard the rumors that. Uh, Ryan Lemon for mayor here sure. in Lexington is coming up for is, is going to be happening sometime in the future. So, won't you give us an idea of what your view for uh, for Lexington is like and where where you would see yourself as mayor leading us? I got to think of something to do when this question r- comes up. When the question comes up, yeah, when when my radio career is over, I can't keep doing this. So, I got to think of something to do. So, I thought, you know, why not try to do something to help my city that I love. I love Lexington. It's a great I think town. I will probably maybe always live here. Mm-hmm. You know, I've raised my all three of my boys here. I, I love it. So I thought, well, maybe I should run for political office instead of sitting around complaining about things and maybe try to help and make things better. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So you're actually serious about it. I am serious about good. it. Good. I'm yeah, glad good. to hear that. Because yeah. so, I think I'm convinced you can win. Uh, so so maybe we start like on the on a city council position. Sure. Yeah. Uh, one of those do get one of the at large. I bet you could get yeah, the at large like that. the at large seats and try to in, make my input that way. And then if things work out, and then maybe look for a, uh, running for mayor somewhere when I get in my sixties. You know, I'm still I'm fifty four now. Okay. So I'm looking at you know ten, fifteen years down the road, and maybe try to do something to help. But I guarantee one of my first thing is going to do is improve the traffic in this city. Because I, I hate traffic. Traffic is one of my pet peeves in life. And I can't believe the city the size of Lexington has this traffic problem that we have. I sit out here on Leestown Road where you guys are, and I'm just banging my head on the window. Like, what is going on? Yeah. How can we have this traffic problem on Leestown Road? Where I spend half my life. This, this, this traffic light up here by this McDonald's and the one up here by the Shell Station, yeah. I, I swear I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip them down. Or I'm going to put a big or, ramp over the top of them or something. It be, may cost me a million dollars, but I'm going to do it. Back be up. glad you don't have to drive through that daggone construction over by the Waffle House on Georgetown Road all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's a complete pain. It is. Yeah. It's terrible right there. I, I heard you say you like that Waffle House. I, I go to that Waffle House yeah. all oh, the time. Yeah, I, I lived kind of just up the street from there, so I had to go through there all the time. Oh. In fact, we ate at that Waffle House several months ago, didn't we, and mentioned Ryan Lemon? Yeah, Lemon. yeah. And I was like, yep, he's in here all the time. Yeah. All the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. George is the manager. Okay. Yeah, I always ask for George. Yeah, All she's right. the blonde. You know, yeah. She's the manager. George is a, a girl. Oh, okay. Um, George is yeah, a girl. A, okay. Yeah, a Distinction. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I do really like your, your notion that, you know, you should get involved rather than just sit around and complaining. I, yeah. I'm good for complaining, too. So 
I definitely love that that notion of where you know do something even if it's wrong. You yeah, know? try to help our city grow. I get mad at people sitting around and don't want our city to grow. No, I want it to grow. I want it to continue to thrive and get bigger and get better. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, good luck with that, Ryan. Thank I you. I hope you're serious about that. Yeah, I really I do. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Someday, I may get beat, but we'll give it a shot. Sometime. I. Nah, you're underestimating yourself, man. You, you'd win. You probably won the, the seat in Louisville last year. They just couldn't announce it. Oh, that's right. The the whatever thing that was, the auditor surveyor. or whatever it yeah. was. Surveyor, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. I think I had enough write-in votes to be considered. <laughs> you, I could you guys surveyed it to see. That's right. You guys were cracking me up when they were going on about that. Between you and Shannon, you and Shannon Max going to get somebody in office before it's over with. One of these days, we get somebody elected. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been great talking to you. I enjoyed it. Appreciate you guys having me. Thanks so much, Ryan. Ryan Lemon from Kentucky Sports Radio, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, my pleasure.